Hello and thanks for streaming this episode from ACF Church. Our hope is that this word would encourage you to walk closer with God and with your local church. We hope you consider partnering in the work God's doing here by joining a life group, serving, and giving. If you'd like to give financially to the mission of ACF Church, you can do so safely on our website at acfak.org or by texting the amount to 907-341-4213. Now prepare your hearts to hear God's word. You're not a stunt driver. You just got your license back. We almost died. We almost died twice. I was totally out of control. Welcome to our 1130 service. We are glad you guys are with us today. My name is Josh. I'm one of the pastors. And I just want to say welcome. If you're a guest of ours, we want to thank you for being here. Glad you joined us. We also want to welcome everybody joining us online. We're glad you guys are joining us today. And so, yeah, we're really excited for today as we're kind of continuing on in this series. We got new service times. We have a new series. We had an earthquake this morning. You know, everything's just going great for us today. Um, but real quick, I just want to share something uh, with you guys. Uh, as you guys know, uh, Pastor Brian, uh, many of you may know this, um, but maybe not everybody, but his wife, Amanda, uh, her father went home to be with the Lord on Thursday morning. And so he'd been battling cancer, and so the, the family's down in Cheyenne, and I know that they just wanted to say thank you so much for all the love and the support they have. It's times like these when I really love being a part of this family. You guys have surrounded them and been praying for them, providing meals for them, and all sorts of things like that. So they're going to be down there for a little bit, um, just kind of dealing with all of that. Uh, but just thank you guys for just being an amazing family uh, for us as pastors and staff here at ACF Church. Uh, but we are in a series called Out of Control, and maybe you guys can relate with this, maybe you can connect with this, but this feeling of everything's out of control on the inside, right? Nothing's going the way it should be, we're jobs going crazy, kids going crazy, family, all these things, relationships going crazy, but we work so hard to make it look so good on the outside, right? And so that's what we're talking about. We're actually following kind of some principles and some points from a book called Boundaries, and so I would love to invite you. We have the book for sale in the lobby. Afterwards, you can go and grab the book. It's a, it's a great book. I encourage you guys to read it. But this morning, we have asked Angela Randall to come and share with us today. And she is amazing. And what I love is how much, like, God's just always in the details. And we actually asked Angela to share with us uh, a long time ago. So she was planning to share already. She's not sharing because Pastor Brian's not here. Uh, she was already on the schedule. And uh, she's got some amazing um, experience and uh, just in working with setting boundaries, setting healthy boundaries. She's walked through that in her own life. She's helped other people walk through setting healthy boundaries. And so she's going to be sharing with us this morning. So I'm going to pray for her and uh, hand it over to her. And Jesus, uh, we just love you and we thank you. And first of all, God, we just want to lift up Brian and Amanda and the Cook family and the Grout family as they're just walking through sorrow, Lord. God, but your word says that blessed are those who mourn. 
Lord, I just pray that you would bless them today, that they would experience your peace today as they mourn the loss of a father and a husband, God, but also celebrate that he is with you right now today. God, we also pray right now for Angela. God, that you would speak through her, open our hearts to receive your word this morning. And Holy Spirit, empower Angela to speak to us. It's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, awesome. It really is an honor to get to be here this morning, to get to share with you as we're walking through this Out of Control series. Now, if you weren't here last week, you might be wondering what these little survey flags are doing up on stage. Pastor Brian asked for us to think of an area in our lives where we haven't set clear boundaries. Maybe we haven't set any limits at all. And so he challenged us to take a flag to write down that area, signifying that we are giving Jesus the ground in that area, that we are surrendering that area to him. And so if you weren't here last week, but you would like to participate, we have tables set up on the left and right of the stage. And so during the music time of our worship, we would invite you to come forward Write that area down. Go ahead and plant it in the box. Again, just a way of saying, I'm going to give Jesus the ground in this area. If you want to hear all of Pastor Brian's sermon, we have an amazing free ACF Church app that you can listen to last week's message. It also has all the past series that we've done here at ACF Church. You can follow along with it even today for the notes that I'm using. They are on that app. There's a Bible on that app. It has a daily reading plan. It's just a great and a handy resource. But Pastor Brian reminded us last week that boundaries are gates. They're not walls, but they're gates that help us keep the bad out and let the good in. Because that way, when we have these clear boundaries, when we know where the line is, then we know what side of that line that we're on. Maybe it's with your time. Maybe it's with your money. Maybe it's in relationship. And I want you to know that I'm not just talking about romantic relationships because God has created each of us to be in community. He's created us to be in relationship with him as well as with others. There's people that we relate to every single day, right? Maybe it's your coworkers in your job. Maybe it's your friends or teachers at school. It might be your parents. Maybe your spouse or your kids. And so one of the things that we can do to help ensure that um, these relationships are healthy and secure is to have boundaries. We want to have a good foundation. So it was two summers ago now my husband just retired from the military, and we planned the trip of a lifetime. It was going to be awesome. It was just going to be the two of us. We were going to celebrate his career as well as just get away and be together. We have a couple kids, but they're adults, so they'll be fine. So here we were just ready to take this trip. It was going to be awesome. And then we heard a leak somewhere in our house. There was water running, and we couldn't find where it was. And so we called the smart guys, the wa smart water guys. They came, and that's when they located the leak to be six feet below the foundation of our house under our garage. 
hooray. <sighs> so they came, they dug a hole, getting ready to fix it. And then when they dug that hole, that's when we discovered that our garage floor, this nice epoxy, just shiny, really cool covering, was actually on top of what they called a less than ideal slab of concrete. This concrete was dilapidated and worn out. It was just not good. Yay. So the water guys fixed the leak. Everything's good. And then we got to call concrete guys. And they came, and I'll tell you what, they dug up all of that concrete. They got rid of all of that less than ideal stuff, and they poured a nice, solid, rebar-reinforced, like, awesome slab of concrete. And all I can say now is thank goodness. Because after November 30th, we saw roads that collapsed. We saw houses that sank. And now I can say that I am thankful for that leak. It was a burden. It was horribly timed because, no, my husband and I did not get to take our vacation. But I can say that I'm thankful for that leak because I really believe that had we not had the leak, had we not been able to repair our foundation, I don't know if our house would have fared as well as it did. I was part of Celebrate Recovery for a few years, and for those of you who don't know what Celebrate Recovery is, it is a 12-step Christ-centered recovery program. It was a safe place where we would get together and we would meet every week and we would talk about our hurts, our habits, and our hang-ups. And I met some just really neat people that had these less-than-ideal starts. Their childhoods were not great. And so therefore, it led them to having these less-than-ideal habits later in life. Well, honestly, I had a hard time being there at first because I had a great start. I had a great foundation. I had parents who loved me. They told me about God. They taught me about the importance of believing in him. I know they weren't perfect. They know I wasn't perfect. Like, we had issues, but I never doubted God's love. I never doubted knowing that he was there. And yet, I, too, had less than ideal habits. I like being in control. I like having the last word. Sometimes I let my emotions get the better of me. And sometimes I feel responsible for choices that I really don't have anything to do with. And that's when it became clear that what I needed was to redefine and redevelop my sense of self. Who am I apart from my parents? Who am I apart from the way that I was raised? Now, from the time that all of us are babies, we learn where we stop and where someone else begins, right? We learn what is in our yard. In scientific terms, it is called separation and individuation. And again, it's about learning to choose what I want apart or separate from what other people tell me that I want. Uh, maybe you've seen that baby or maybe you were that baby that when the parents swoop in with that spoonful of green beans and the baby goes, no, not for me. I'm learning my sense of self. What's in my yard? What do I think about something? What are the ideas that I have? How can I choose something? And this is where things can 
become a problem. Because just like I'm allowed to choose, people are allowed to choose. You're allowed to choose good, and you're allowed to choose bad. And this is why we need boundaries. Boundaries are set in place to decide how I am going to respond to something. Boundaries are not ways for me to manage people, for me to manipulate or control events or people. Boundaries are ways so that I don't have to feel responsible for actions that I had nothing to do with. Boundaries hold me accountable for my emotions and my response. Last week, Pastor Brian read a section in Galatians chapter 6, and that talked about learning what is my load. What am I called to carry? What is my responsibility? So just because you didn't have a great start, maybe you weren't given uh, great tools to have ways to manage your yard and create boundaries, it doesn't mean that you are destined to live this out-of-control kind of life. Oh, well, just the way I was raised, just what I saw modeled to me, that's just the way my parents or my grandparents did it. Oh, well, that's just who I am. But I want you to hear the flip side is also true. That just because you had a great start, just because maybe you were given healthy tools, building boundaries is not just a one-time thing. It's an ongoing process. We can always develop and enhance these boundaries because guess what? As we grow, our relationships are going to change. Maybe the places that we are, that might change. The amount of money that we have, that's going to change. So building boundaries is something that is ongoing. Just because you don't see the world as a safe place. Maybe you weren't allowed to have your yes or your no be honored. Maybe you had to be the parent of your parent. Or maybe you weren't taught the value of having consistent limits. What I want you to hear above all is there is hope. There is hope. Don't let discouragement drive you away. Can you imagine what would have happened if we would have heard the leak and been like, eh, oh well, we got a trip. We're going on a trip. We'll just ignore it. Maybe it'll go away. Maybe it won't be there when we get back. Oh, thank goodness. I don't even want to think about that. Because having a leak is exactly what we needed so that we could repair our foundation. And I want to say the same to you, that you can fix your eyes and you can focus on the one true foundation of Jesus Christ. Amen. Some of you might be saying, ah, come on, it can't be that easy. Like I know we're in church, but can't I have a healthy relationship outside of a relationship with Jesus? And I would say, absolutely. You absolutely can. Boundaries are simply set and developed within loving and forgiving relationships. And I have no doubt that there are people in your life that are quite loving, they're quite forgiving, and yet they don't believe in Jesus. But here's what I want to challenge you with, and that is that it's only when your sense of self 
It is only when your foundation is rooted in the identity of Jesus Christ that you will have the foundation that will not crumble when people fall short. Because I hate to break it to you, but people are going to disappoint you. They're going to fall short. They won't meet your expectations, whether they believe in Jesus or not. If you have a Bible and you want to turn with me to the book of Hebrews, it's found toward the back of the New Testament. You can also follow along on the screen behind me. All of the verses will be up there. Now, I'm using what's called the New Living Translation. It's more of a paraphrase than it is an actual literal translation, but I just like how he speaks to me. And so Hebrews chapter 4, the author here is reminding us that where people fall short, Jesus does not. That where people tend to manage or distort relationships so that they can gain the advantage, Jesus knows every single thing about us, and yet he still invites us in. Verse 12, for the word of God. Yes, he is talking about the written word of God. But that word in the Greek is the same word that is used in the book of John. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Jesus is the word of God, is full of living power. It is sharper than the sharpest knife, cutting deep into our innermost thoughts and desires. It exposes us for what we really are. Nothing in all creation can hide from him. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. This is the God to whom we must explain all that we have done. We are in a place of need. We are broken and we fall short. And then there's verse 14. That is why we have a great high priest who has gone to heaven. Jesus, the Son of God, let us cling to him and never stop trusting him. This high priest of ours understands our weaknesses, for he faced all of the same temptations we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it. Yes, you can absolutely establish and have boundaries outside of a relationship with Jesus Christ. But because he is the high priest who is the perfect and complete sacrifice once and for all, that it's only when our foundation is in him that we can be completely secure no matter what. And if you'd like to write something down, let his foundation determine your identity. Believe most what God says about you. Whether you have been walking with him for years and years, or maybe you're just now starting to get to learn who Jesus is, let his foundation determine your identity. If you're looking for another good book to read this year besides the Boundaries book, I recommend the book of Colossians. It's only four chapters, and in it, Paul reminds us who Jesus is, that in him, Everything is held together. 
And so I just want to read a few verses out of chapter 1. And it says, For God, in all his fullness, was pleased to live in Christ. And by him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of his blood on the cross. That is security. That is a firm foundation. We have peace with God because of Jesus. Verse 21, and this includes you, who were once so far away from God. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now he has brought you back as his friends. He has done this through his death on the cross in his own human body. As a result, he has brought you into the very presence of God. And you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Don't miss that because that's your identity. Because Jesus, the perfect sacrifice, fully God and fully man, you are holy and you are blameless and you stand in the very presence of God. And it gets better. Verse 26. This message was kept secret for centuries and generations past, but now it has been revealed to his own holy people For it has pleased God to tell his people that the riches and glory of Christ are for you Gentiles too. For this is the secret. Christ lives in you. And this is your assurance that you will share in his glory. Yes, that is a someday kind of identity, right? Like we are promised and we are assured that we will share in the glory of Christ. But don't miss the fact that that is a right here and a right now identity. Christ lives in you. Let your foundation be secure in him so that no matter what relationship you find yourself in, that you will have the foundation that won't crumble, that you'll be able to make these healthy choices, that you'll be able to let your yes be yes, And your no be no. This was a little tricky for me when I first started telling people that I believed in Jesus because I felt like I had to always say yes. I had to always put other people first because if I didn't, I was being selfish or disobedient. Especially because I knew that I was called as a wife and as a mom. And so how dare I choose things that would benefit me? I'm very, very thankful and grateful that God showed me there's a difference between selfishness and self-care. Oh, trust me, there were plenty of times that I was quite selfish. But honestly, when I chose to have those healthy boundaries, when I was able to let my yes be yes and my no be no, and I used them as tools and not emotions, that that was when I made decisions that took care of myself, I was actually taking care of my family as well. Now, there were people that didn't understand that. There were people that tried to test where that line was. And so I just want you to be mindful that as you create healthy ways of relating to people, that there might be people that are going to push against that. 
especially if it's in a relationship where maybe you've never had boundaries before. They might use things like anger or shame or guilt to kind of test and see, oh, do you really mean that? Uh, It was a couple months ago, and I asked my daughter for help with something. It wasn't a matter of obedience, so don't worry about that. Um, But I just thought, this is easy. Hey, can I have your help? And she said no. And I'll tell you, my initial reaction, my knee jerk was like, how dare she? She can't tell me no. I'm the parent. But thankfully, I didn't stay there. And my next thought was, good for her. She knows who she is. She knows what she can manage. And this was going to be outside of her yard. She knew she had to be accountable for her yard. Good for her. I also want to encourage you that maybe there's a relationship that you find yourself in and, and there's a boundary, but you're the one that's crossed the line and you've gone too far. But you know that for your health, you need to reestablish this boundary. I just want you to hear that this rock upon which we stand, that he's the God of second chances. You absolutely can go back. Just remember that he is the one, Christ in you. He gives you the strength to follow through, to overcome, to succeed. And he's also the one that's going to catch you when you fall. Romans 8. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. For the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from, through Christ Jesus from the power of sin that leads to death. You don't have to just grit your teeth and hope for the bat- best and be like, well, I don't know. No, Christ is in you. It's his spirit that rescues It's his spirit that redeems, gives life, and makes all things new. And I love that word. I know it's a word that we've heard a lot, especially being in the first few weeks of a new year. But I just want you to remember that this word new doesn't mean to take something and put a pretty package on it. Hey, look, it's new. No, to have something new means to pioneer something entirely different, something uncontaminated. Ezekiel was a man who lived during the time in Israel when they were taken into captivity by the Babylonians. Um, They were taken from their homes. They were, uh, you know, drug away from what was familiar. They were living in exile And they were discouraged. Their situation was less than ideal. They had seen the temple in Jerusalem fall and lay in ruins. And they were discouraged. They had no hope. And so God called Ezekiel to speak words of comfort to his people. And so this is God speaking, Ezekiel 36, starting in verse 24. For I will gather you up. From all the nations and bring you home again to your land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. Your filth will be washed away and you will no longer worship idols. And I will give you a new heart with new and right desires. And I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony heart of sin. And give you a new obedient heart. 
and I will put my spirit in you so you will obey my laws and do whatever I command. Yes, these are words that were spoken thousands of years ago to the Israelites. But there are truths that we can glean today. Do you hear who does all of the work? The Lord. God is the one that gathers, that brings them home. God is the one that makes them clean. He's the one that gives them this new heart. God is the one who puts his spirit in them, and it's his spirit that allows them to obey and to understand. It is simply our job to just be available. In Celebrate Recovery, we talk about just be willing. Just be willing. Romans 12. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will accept. When you think of what he has done for you, is this too much to ask? Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. Just be available, be willing, give yourself, offer yourself, and let God be the one to do the work. Let him transform you and change the way that you think. Christ lives in you, and your life matters. You can lean into the strength that he has so that as you set these boundaries, that you can set them according to the truth of your identity in him. Please bow with me as we pray. God, I just thank you so much for Jesus, the solid and one true firm foundation. God, thank you that he is the perfect sacrifice. God, thank you for each of the people here today, and I just pray that you would encourage them, that you would embolden them, that you would fill them, your spirit would fill them with hope, that they know that wherever they go and whatever relationships they have, God, that they can be strong in the truth of who you call them to be. God, we just love you, and we thank you, and we give you all of the glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' holy and precious name, amen.